What's up, friends? It's Haley, aka Bird. And Randy. And you're tuning in to the Give Them the Bird podcast. This podcast is all about challenging what it means to be healthy and fit. It's about celebrating sustainable behavior change and non-scale victories. And most importantly, it's about giving the bird to the diet industry and societal expectations of body size. Why? Well, because at the end of the day, you have an entire life to live that does not require your body look a certain way. Thanks for tuning in. Now, let's give them the bird. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Give Them the Bird podcast. On today's episode, Randy and I are talking about a doozy of a topic, pregnancy and body image, because your girl, Birdie Bird, is rocking a baby (laughs) belly, a baby belly. (laughs) So yeah, this has been a very interesting time, and I think it's worth talking about because Body image is highly impacted by bodies changing, which happen during pregnancy. Um, and I know, Randy, you have two babes, um, and it's been a bit since you had one of them in your belly. But I don't know, when you were thinking back to like your body image during pregnancy, what what was it like for you? What do you remember? Uh, yeah, it has been a while, um, but I remember the first time that I saw numbers on the scale that I had never seen before. And it was just a strange, strange feeling. Like I remember, you know, I knew that weight gain was good. I was supposed to gain weight, obviously, but I remember, especially with my first pregnancy, still trying to like make sure that I was eating, you know, super healthy and not overeating and not you know, eating for two, not mm-hmm. overindulging because I was pregnant. Um, and so, you know, I'm that probably kind of robbed me of some, you know, freedom in my pregnancy to just enjoy things. You know, I was still thinking of how what I was eating was affecting my body and not just, you know, how it was affecting the growth and health of the baby, but I was thinking about how it was affecting my actual body too. So, mm-hmm. um, I definitely remember that. And then, of course, you know, just that awkward stage when you've gained weight, but you don't have a like a true baby belly, you know, that that people would describe as a baby belly. And so you just feel gross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody knows you're pregnant. If people saw you, they still wouldn't know you're pregnant. They would just look like you gained a few pounds. And it's just you don't feel great. You want people to know so that they know that you haven't just gained a few pounds because that, you know, you're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. Not supposed to gain weight, but right. um, yeah, just just a weird, weird time. Totally, yeah. I feel like I'm like I'm officially in the second trimester, but I feel like, and I keep describing it to people when they ask, like, "Do you have a a baby bump?" I'm like, "No, I don't think so." And I I keep catching myself saying like, "But I but I also don't have like a super small body." Like I keep like almost and I don't know if that's like an okay thing or not okay thing to say but I'm like I don't feel like a baby belly would show on me quite as quickly as it would as somebody that didn't have as much fat on their body you know which I think makes sense but it's almost like I'm trying to I I don't know it's it's a it is such a weird thing and I feel like I'm totally in that phase where at least people now know that I'm pregnant but again if you see me like I, I catch myself when I'm like at Target or I was at Hobby Lobby the other day like almost like holding my belly as if, you know, like a baby so that people know, like there's a baby in there. 
And then it's like catching myself yeah. being like, but your body could look this way and there not be a baby in there and that would be okay, you know? Um, right. And yeah, so I'm I'm totally in that stage right now and it's a weird thing. And luckily I have my therapist to help me work through it. But what you mentioned of like the recommendations around like not eating for two and all of that. Oh my gosh, my first, the first nurse practitioner that I saw, I'm no longer going to her because I don't know. I just felt like no awareness of like body image and pregnancy. And I felt like mm-hmm. there were certain things that she almost like skipped over and telling me because like I live in a, you know, more of like a straight sized body. And I'm like, I wonder how your recommendations would have changed if I lived in a larger body. Like, would you have spent more time talking about nutrition or would you have spent more time talking about physical activity? But in, I don't know, like that's that hyper awareness that I have towards how would you have treated me if I was in a larger body? Um, I just like didn't jive with her. But yeah, those recommendations of not eating for two and it's like flooding my Instagram now and my Pinterest because I've been searching baby stuff and it's, um, it's really hard because I also just want grains. I just want carbohydrates. I want anything beige or, (laughs) um, like that's, that's what I want. Yeah. So Yeah, I definitely feel I can agree with you that like the first trimester and even like into where I'm at now, the second trimester has been really, really tough in that um, my body is changing, which is stirring up a lot of shit. Um, And it's not changing to where I feel like I look pregnant. You know what I mean? Like I don't. Right. Quote unquote, look, you don't feel like it's justified. Yeah. Yes. And I think that that's exacerbated by like these things that I've seen online of how to have a bump only pregnancy or like a baby only pregnancy. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. A baby only like, oh, she's all baby. Um, I don't know. Was Mm -hmm. that, do you remember hearing that messaging when you were pregnant? Oh, absolutely. I feel like that has been a thing always like that's what you're supposed to strive for like if you see you from behind you wouldn't ever know you're pregnant and it's like that's just so unrealistic I think Mm -hmm. you know like and and to put the pressure on women to try to achieve that when I mean I don't know for sure I don't know what you know if there's been any data on this but I would guess that it's not related to diet and exercise during pregnancy it's probably genetic and just how your body is built and that's how it's going to be for certain people right Um, and so to put that pressure on women who are already struggling probably with several other things to try to have this look during pregnancy is just crazy yeah I totally agree and I I also think too because one of the difficult things that I've been reminding myself of is so I talk about it all the time my older sister Leslie we are so much alike for a long time we had very similar body types they're they're different now Um, even before I got pregnant they were different but I remember with both her pregnancies like everybody always told me like oh she's she's all bump like she's she's just all or not all bump all baby she's all baby like she hasn't gained any other weight except for you know the baby or whatever And so I naturally just catch myself comparing my body now to what like hers looked like at this point. And then I see my, I literally catch myself Googling like 
16 weeks pregnant when you're a size 810. Like, what the fuck? As if like, what am I supposed to look like? Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. totally like, and again, it's like that societal expectation of like what I'm supposed to look like at this, at this point, because I feel like I'm putting on fat in other areas and I'm not just all baby, you know? Um, and then you see that messaging online and it is like, holy shit, there is very few positive messages about women's bodies during pregnancy. Like mm-hmm. it is bananas how every single advertisement or every single thing, everything that I see posted is about, you know, having a bump or a baby only pregnancy or baby only bump or how to ensure that you get your pre baby body back. I'm like, bitch, I just entered the second trimester. I can't even think about like post baby yet. Like it's, you know, right. right. Well, and it's, I don't think it's, it's not just, you know, messaging from social media and, you know, entertainment things, but like, you know, people in your lives will say, are you sure there's not two in there? Or, you know, did you, did you gain weight in your butt? Cause if you did it, it's a boy. And it's just like, it's people are free to comment on your body because you have a baby. That's mm. just like a whole nother layer. I think that you don't really expect initially, but if you're not prepared for that, that can be really jarring too, to have people suddenly just freely commenting on your body. I had not even thought about that because maybe because I haven't like gotten to that point yet. But yeah, the being pregnant almost gives them it's like it gives them permission to say whatever they want about you, just like it gives them permission to like touch your belly all of a sudden. It's like, "Mm, please ask before you do that. That's really awkward. (laughs) I I had never even thought about that. So was that something that you remember experiencing with your pregnancies? Like would people literally come up to you and say that stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, well, I was working as a pharmacist both times that I was pregnant and I would see patients daily and a lot of them I would see repetitively. So I had, you know, a good, good relationship with them. Um, but yeah, like do any day now, you know, when I still had three months to go, are you sure there's not two in there and just that kind of stuff. And, you know, I, I was never super insecure with my body when I was pregnant, so it didn't really bother me. It, you know, got a little annoying, but if I had been insecure about things, like, that would have been really hard to deal with, you know, Mm -hmm. especially it was happening on a daily basis there towards the end. So, yeah, I just think people just don't understand that, Mm -hmm. unfortunately. They don't think about it. um, In general, like, even when people aren't pregnant, they don't think about saying – I remember one time I – I went home and I was wearing like my big winter coat. This was, I think last year. And my grandma was like, oh, you've gained some weight. I was like, yes, Nani. It's like, <laughs> you know, so I think there's also just like, sometimes there's people and maybe it's a generational thing where they just don't even think twice about commenting on bodies, but especially like a pregnant body. It's like, that's, it's out there. You can see it so you can comment on it. And I think that I can imagine those comments and just, I know for me, like seeing the advertisements online and even like the pamphlet that they gave me at, um, at my appointments, which I get is it's meant to be helpful and everything. It had me thinking so much about like the fact that I wasn't really exercising a whole lot. Um, in the first trimester, I was, I was, I shouldn't say I wasn't exercising a whole lot. I wasn't really lifting a whole lot. I was training for the half marathon, um, which I mean, incredible feat, really proud of myself for doing that. 
but and it felt good to Absolutely. continue to continue running when I was like I think it helped a lot with my nausea and things like that but I just remember feeling kind of just like a piece of shit because it's like you know meal plans for pregnancy eat your salmon and I'm like the thought of salmon right now Sharon makes me literally want to like puke up a goddamn <laughs> lung like I still cannot Seriously. eat salmon yeah and so I think that it I think it leads to it like personally for me and even being in the space of quote unquote knowing better and I talked to my therapist about this it still led to these feelings of like I need to exercise. I need to watch what I eat. But at the same time, I'm fucking exhausted. When I move my body, I'm afraid I might puke. Like, and so it's just this conundrum. And I think that that causes even more stress for people. And yeah, it's just like the, the commenting and all of these things just make people or make women or folks who are pregnant just fear what their body is going to look like. And I think that leads to this like get your pre baby body back messaging. Cause a lot of it's like, if you stay active during your pregnancy, or if you only gain so much weight, or if you eat, you know, these perfect meals, it'll be easier to bounce back. It's like, why are, why are the, why is the messaging for that so loud? But the messaging for taking a nap, like I never fucking once saw an advertisement about like <laughs> lay <laughs> your pregnant ass down and take a nap. And like, that's what we really fucking need. Yeah. <laughs> you know, seriously, mm -hmm. I think, I think women are praised, and this is outside of pregnancy, this is just in general, women are praised for doing it all. Like, how do you do it? And just keeping up and keeping up and not resting, not resting this like hustle mentality. Um, and yeah, that exists during pregnancy also. And it's like, you know, the women who are chasing toddlers around and not resting when they're pregnant is they're glorified because they're just mm -hmm. pushing through. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, I think that's that's damaging messaging for sure. Um, but then one thing I always think about when I hear like getting back to pre-pregnancy size, it's like, I'm not a pre-pregnant person. Yes. I'm a post-pregnant person. I do not, I no longer have a pre-pregnant body. Like that's not a thing. Whoa. Okay. You know, mic drop. That is like, I hadn't, <laughs> I had not thought about that before. Like I'm no longer pre-pregnant. Like I've, I've been fucking pregnant. I can't go back. <laughs> There's no going back. Yeah. There's no turning this train around. It's happened. <laughs> There's no way I can undo what this pregnancy has done. Believe me. <laughs> yeah. Right. I had right. never thought about that before. And that, e that can even be said for like, especially with pregnancy when that literally is like the most traumatic, incredible thing that, uh, you know, a female's body does or that a person who can get pregnant that their body does but like even that can be the same for you know when you think about going from being a college student to not like i will never have like my pre-college body because i'm never going to be in college again you know like think about i've, I've never thought right. about it in that literal sense before yeah and you shouldn't have that you shouldn't have a pre-baby body you are your body has changed for a very good reason and yeah you shouldn't go back to that mm -hmm. yeah and i know that um one thing that kind of makes me cringe and but at the same time it doesn't because i have to like find the middle ground with it is I think women who start exercising shortly after giving birth are also very much praised or like not only because, you know, not only are they praised for their body snapping back, whether they're exercising or not, but also they are praised for engaging in these 
healthy behaviors to quote unquote, get their body back. But the ability to move, come back to exercise post baby is so freaking variable. Like I know there's that, like a, isn't it like a six week recommendation or something like that? Like wait six weeks or whatever. Right. For most people. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it's so dependent upon every birth is fucking different, you know? And I think the fact that these like women are often praised for getting back into exercise often early and quickly and sometimes doing these like high intense workouts because again it's like this idea of what's going to lead to the most fat loss like you know doing all these fucking burpees and shit and i can imagine again i've never been somebody post baby but i can imagine if i was someone who was like that sounds awful I don't have the energy for that. My doctor hasn't cleared me for that yet. I would feel like fucking shit. <laughs> like I would just feel like such crap to see that people who are able to get right back to it are praised for it, but there's no like support or praise for the women who are like, I'm a hang tight. I'm going to wait another couple weeks and see how I feel. I don't know if that makes sense at all. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I think, you know, I, um, after my second, I had had an emergency C-section and I feel like it was like six weeks to the day. I was like, okay, I can exercise now. And I remember doing a workout in my living room and it's just so ridiculous to me now because I should have been resting so much longer than that Mm -hmm. after what my body went through, but I was just so eager at the time to get this pre-baby body back. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the other thing that you know, plays into it too, is just because your body's changed, what you can do for exercise and what exercise feels like for you is so much different. And, Mm -hmm. and that can be scary. And, you know, I remember trying to do a sit up after pregnancy and it's like, I have, I literally have no abs Mm -hmm. anymore. Like, um, not, you know, obviously you couldn't see them, but like, also I felt like there was nothing there. Like my core strength was just gone. And Mm so, I felt a little defeated too. And so that makes it difficult to get back into exercise when you're feeling defeated mm-hmm. um, on top of all the other things. So, yeah. 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 And that's such a good point too. Like really anytime we have to take any sort of like extended break from exercise, if we come back to it and we can't perform the way that we expect, quote unquote, expect ourselves to, or that we think that we should be able to based on where we left off it it feels defeating but i can imagine like you are very far back from what you could do before pre-baby like before the baby right like not only is it nine months back but you just there was a human that was grown in this (laughs) vessel like that is it's just still so mind-blowing to me but that's something that i've even been experiencing with pregnancy because i've I took like probably a decent like three months off from going to the gym that we go to Versa Um, just because, I mean, pregnancy, yes, but I was also training for the half marathon. And so I was, I did that. And then I was like, oh man, I don't, for one, I took a prescribed two week break. He was like, don't do anything for two weeks. And then after the two weeks, I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to take another break, like another week break. I don't feel like coming back yet. So it just kind of lengthened out from there, but I went back, um, maybe two weeks ago or three weeks ago now. And holy shit, I I went into it and I told myself like, I had several non-negotiables for one, just showing up was a success. Um, Things like I was going to warm my body up because it needed that, like before being asked to move like rigorously. 
Um, and then another huge one was modifying and being okay with that and like reframing those negative thoughts. Cause I remember we were doing wall balls and I used to be able to like rep out 20 wall balls, no problem. And I got to like 10 and I was like, my quads are cramping up. <laughs> and at first I noticed, I caught myself being like, oh my God, you've only done 10. You've done half of what you normally did. And I think I may, I might've been using a lighter med ball, but regardless, I was like, how, what the fuck? And I had to stop. And then I felt like some cramping. It ended up just being that like my hip flexor was really tight. But I noticed that even like during pregnancy that my body has already changed in these short three months that I have been pregnant and my performance level has changed. And so I can only imagine what that reframing is going to have to look like post baby, because <laughs> there's going to be a lot of reframing I'm going to have to make in that, you know, women have to make when they come back from a baby. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'd be interested to know like what what you have done so far in pregnancy just to improve your body image or kind of cope with what you've been experiencing. Mm. Are there any like action steps you've taken or things that you've done to alleviate some of those feelings you've had? Yeah, I think the just the awareness, like noticing it, I always say is we can't make any changes or improve anything if we don't know what we're doing. So I think just the awareness piece of noticing when I am catching myself like body checking or catching myself thinking negatively about the fact that like those pants no longer button up or whatever it might be or that my performance is different or that the foods like salmon that used to taste really good and I ate because they're great for, you know, health and mental well-being and whatever no longer sound good. Like noticing when I that like inner critic comes up um, or that inner mean girl or that eating disorder voice, whatever we want to call it, catching that. And then I, I still feel really strongly about being able to reframe it and like talking back to it, I think has been really helpful. And I think it's easier when it's like, it's so much easier. And I was just talking to my therapist about this the other day. It's so much easier to reframe it when it's like, I'm doing this for a baby, you know? And I, I think it's really important to know that your body can change and it deserves to change and it is okay to change regardless of if you're growing a child or not and that being able to talk back to those negative thoughts are really important but i find for myself it's a whole lot easier for me to be like well my pants don't fit and that is okay because i'm growing a human like fuck <laughs> like you right. know it's it's right. so much easier to talk back to that inner critic um but I think being able to notice it, challenge it a little bit, or at least like shut it down is is something that's really important. Um, and then I think another thing that I've I've really been trying to do is wear comfortable clothing. Like, and again, this yes. is another thing. I think I think really a lot of these things are very similar to just like body image in general, right? Like, dress yourself comfortably. And I know in GTB Academy, this first round that we wrapped up. What was it like a month ago? That's crazy. It's already been like a month. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah. By the time this episode's come out, this episode comes out, it'll be several months. But um, I remember one thing that came up a lot was body checking and, you know, our solution to it was get ready with your back towards the mirror, like feel your body and your clothes, decide if you're comfortable physically first, and then look at yourself if you want to look at yourself. 
And um, I've been doing that because I actually sold my full length mirror um, on Facebook Marketplace before getting a new one, which I do this shit all the fucking time. Um, and so I haven't even <laughs> been able to see my full body in a mirror until like last weekend when I got a new one. But I think that's another thing like wearing comfortable clothing and just recognizing like it is such a form of body respect. And not only are you like respecting and honoring this body that you're in, but I think it's also like for folks who are pregnant, it's a way of like respecting and honoring your child that you're growing because they are the reason that your body is changing. And um, I think it's just like being kind and respectful for that to them and in a sense too. Um, so I think those are like two, two big things that pop out in my mind. I don't know, do you have any thoughts about either of those or other things you would add? Yeah, I think um, I remember when we learned about, you know, awareness and reframing in one of the first weeks of GTB Academy, that was a huge uh, light bulb moment for me because I'd never really, you called it, you know, silencing your inner mean girl. Yes. And <laughs> I never really thought about like, actively redirecting myself. I don't know why it's such a simple concept, but it wasn't anything I'd actually ever done. And so, you know, I put that into practice um, and it's, it's so helpful. And also just to go into something with realistic expectations, like you said, mm -hmm. going to the gym, like I know that things are going to be different and you still found yourself, you know, kind of thinking like, oh, why can't I do this? But you did that reframing. So, you know, knowing that you're going to have slips or you're going to have times where you still put pressure on yourself, but just, yeah, setting expectations mm -hmm. that are more realistic, I think is, is good. But yeah, I remember when I was pregnant with both my kids, I, um, and it was a different time and the styles were different too, of course, but it's not like it was like <laughs> stupid. It was a different time. It was back in, back the, in the early eighties. No. <laughs> Oh my God. But still, um, yeah, I get it. But, but I was wearing, I always had a, uh, like a form fitting tight shirt on to accentuate the belly because I thought that if I wore something baggy and comfortable, then I just looked, I looked fat and I didn't look pregnant and nobody would be able to tell that I was pregnant. Um, now, if I was pregnant, I would be in freaking sweatpants and like an oversized shirt like I'm wearing right now, like mm -hmm. all freaking day. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. No, I no one would know I was pregnant because you would not be able to tell that I had a belly under yeah. this sh these shirts. You know, like that's mm -hmm. how I would live. Um, and so yeah, I think being comfortable is is key. And I think there's also this stigma or like thought that you can't you know buy or start wearing maternity clothes until like a certain yes. point in your pregnancy. And so you know, women will walk around with like bulging out of their jeans and so uncomfortable because well I'm only so many weeks I can't buy maternity pants it's like freaking buy maternity pants and wear them before you're pregnant if you want if they're yeah. comfortable yeah wear them whatever the hell you want to you know so mm -hmm. I think that's something too that is a really good point I remember um one of my friends is we're literally three days apart for our non-pregnancies and it's like a, the most magical thing ever and we were on a, a a trip together and she shared with me that like we I think we were both only like six weeks pregnant maybe and she shared with me that like oh yeah I'm already in my maternity pants and it was just like which it is it's not her first um, baby but I remember thinking like oh like I don't know if I'm if I'm ready for that yet but you're so right it's like fuck it if it is comfortable and and then you figure out 
what works for you and what doesn't before you literally have no choice, but like to upgrade, you know, your options. Right. So yeah, I, <laughs> right. I like that. And, and I think definitely time of the year makes a difference for this because, um, with it being winter, I am just living for the baggy everything. Right. But if it was summer, I can see that Absolutely. would be like summertime would be a little bit um, more difficult. So yeah, I think the comfortable clothing and like the reframing is really big. Um, Another thing that comes to mind for me is just, and, and again, this is for everybody, wherever, no matter where they're at, but like focusing on health promoting behaviors. And I, I love the, like using this term rather than, you know, I don't know, talking about diet or exercise or food or fitness because health promoting behaviors, I think a lot of times we think about getting active or, you know, eating lots of fruits and vegetables. But in this point of my life, a health promoting behavior was taking a fucking nap. <laughs> like that was a yes. health promoting behavior for me or like, ironically, not going on a walk with my husband and our dogs like that in some cases and just like sitting and being that was a health promoting behavior or you know, not um, working through, well, not working through my lunch break, that's always a health promoting behavior, <laughs> but like even more so, you know, getting <laughs> up and going for a walk over my lunch break because my hips were really tight. Like that's a health promoting behavior and it doesn't have to be these really drastic um, behaviors or, you know, even like the, at the same level as what we were before we were pregnant. Um, health promoting behavior can also be something as easy as going for a walk, even if your health promoting behavior before getting pregnant was going to the gym and working out really hard. So I think like reframing it as what is going to promote health in my in my life right now, I think can be really helpful. And and then again, expanding it beyond just food and fitness. Think about sleep. Think about social well-being. Think about setting boundaries. Think about fucking napping <laughs> think about stress management Absolutely. like spirituality feeling connected to like baby which is a whole nother topic because i'm like waiting for that like maternal connection to happen and i think it will eventually i'm i have no doubt that it will but it's it's not quite there yet um but so i i really like just the idea of health promoting behaviors expanding what counts as health because for you in this moment it's totally going to be different than what you need in third trimester versus what you need in first trimester versus what you was health promoting six months ago when you weren't fucking pregnant, you know? So I think that's another thing to really keep in mind, um, you know, when it comes to body image, because all of those things, it's like a way of showing your body respect by taking care of you. Um, and when we focus on like, what's going to feel good for me in this moment, how can I take care of myself in a way that feels good? that may not be exercising intensely, or that may not be eating fucking salmon, Ugh. you know? And <laughs> so, so I think like, I think that in and of itself is a form of body respect, which is really important when we talk about, you know, improving or, you know, improving our body image. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think it kind of goes back to, you know, this expectation that women just do it all and kind of power through and like pushing back on that, you know, like if health promoting behavior for you, like you said, is not meeting up with friends after work, you know, because you just don't feel like it, you're tired, 
do that because Mm -hmm. you know the the doing it all is just is not realistic there's no I remember my OB saying this to me about a certain aspect of my pregnancy she's like there's it's not a competition there's you don't get a trophy at the end like it doesn't matter how you do it there's no competition so just do what's going to work for you Mm, that is so a magical reminder yeah yeah I think at the time we were talking about like um natural labor versus epidural and all that and that could be a whole nother topic probably but you know I was weighing my options and she's like listen like it's not a competition like there's Mm -hmm. no award you don't get a medal if you have a natural birth like do what's going to be best for you so I think Mm -hmm. you can definitely apply that to all aspects totally um Uh, And, you know, like having my photographer hat on, I would say, you know, doing something that makes you feel good in your body, um, something like maternity photos um, would be, you know, I think photos of yourself in general are just such an empowering thing. And we're going to talk about that in a different episode, too. But Mm -hmm. um, specifically maternity photos, I think, can really just give you a sense of like, wow, like my body is doing something incredible and it's beautiful and it's just a way to make you feel good in your skin. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister was also a photographer for a short time um, and she did some fr- uh, maternity photos for me that were, um, you know, they were private photos. They were like, they were naked photos. Oh, not, yes, not mommy. to admit that. Oh. <laughs> um, but it was just fun. It was, it just made me feel really good. Um, at a time where I was, you know, it was towards the end of my pregnancy. So it's a lot bigger and I was just feeling kind of blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of turned things around for me a little bit. So definitely yeah. considering something like that mm-hmm. just to kind of give you a little pep in your step. Yes. I like that. I'm, I will totally get naked for you, Randy. Um, so just keep please that do. Please do. <laughs> I mean, you already got me topless. She already got me topless folks in one photo shoot. Woo! It was so fun. Yeah. And I think what that reminds me of too, is that I think a lot of people, and I've heard this from, this is like really positive messaging about bodies changing during pregnancy is I think for a lot of people, it can bring about this like new sense of appreciation for what our bodies can freaking do. And I think for some people, it can be like a way, like getting pregnant. And I, I would not recommend this as like, if you have shitty body image, go get knocked up. Absolutely not. That's not what I'm recommending. But I think for a lot of people (laughs) getting pregnant, it can almost, it like improves their body image and that it just allows them to appreciate their body in such a different way. Like, holy shit, my body is creating this little child that maybe I've wanted for all of my life, or maybe I just decided last month I wanted, you know, like whatever it is. But I think that for a lot of people, it can be such a source of body appreciation. And if you feel that, if you notice that, like lean the fuck into it, you know, anytime that you've, and this kind of goes back to the reframing, but I know for myself, anytime that I start feeling shitty about my body, I'm like, However, my body is literally having to make these changes so I can grow a human. And that's, again, it's still just so, this is like the third time I've said it, so fucking mind blowing. But I think using that as a reframe too, and then just being able to lean into that appreciation. And I can imagine for folks who have maybe, you know, struggled to get pregnant, I, I wasn't somebody that can relate to that at all, but I can imagine that that sense of appreciation, like my body did this thing, like it's happening, it's probably so strong too. So if you notice the body appreciation, um, lean into it and like love on that shit. <laughs> Feel it all. Yeah, 
absolutely. Yeah. I'm, and I'm with you on the, like, it's just, just so mind blowing. I'm still not convinced. Like I actually grew my children inside me. <laughs> and they're I didn't, five. I didn't see it come out of my vagina. So how do I know if I didn't watch it come out? <laughs> so funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, crazy thing. It is. Yeah. I think that even just talking through this, I know in our previous episode, our like intro to season three, you mentioned how this was going to be like therapy for you. Um, I want to thank you, Dr. Randy, for um, being my therapist during this <laughs> session because talking through it and I think having the conversations with someone who I know is like susceptible to body image, you know, struggles, um, but has is like on the other side it it feels really good because i tend to the people that are closest to me maybe don't struggle so much with it and so it's hard to like find that relatability a little bit so um thank you for, for sure. holding space for me and being my therapist it's my second therapy session of the day this is great always always <laughs> <laughs> Thank you everyone for joining in to another episode of GTB. If you are a pregnant mama or pregnant person, we're sending our love to you. Remember some of those key things in helping you improve your body image to become aware of when that negative self-talk, that negative Nancy, that inner mean girl pops up, try reframing it, dress yourself in a way that is comfortable. Focus on those health promoting behaviors and what feels good to you right now. Consider hitting up Randy for some sexy maternity photos. <laughs> yes, and lean into those moments of body appreciation. We would love to hear your thoughts on this episode, um, especially for those of you who have had baby or are in the process of getting ready to pop baby out. Um, we love you all so much. We're sending you lots of love and we will see you next week on another episode. 